If you've ever been to the Chatham House in London, you will see the arrogance as a weapon and for what it truly is and start to understand how the world really feels about America. At the Chatham House, the desecrators of Davos types, the globalists, the warlike academics who want to rule the world through bureaucracy and red tape plot the demise of free market countries as if they knew best the ways of the world with an arrogance few outside their circles understand. I've been there and know the people well. So it's not hard for me to see the tentacles of evil that clearly emits from that group. They are quite open about their method of attack, they think that they're in the center of Western civilization, as they think of it, at the heart of secret society knowledge of the true history of the world, in their literate society where people still read books and sip their tea, they conduct their symphony of evil with the kind of presumption that a musician might practice in the nude in front of their cat. They give it no mind because they figure that they are so much smarter than the rest of the world that they will be able to pull off their plans for global domination without their enemies being aware that the attack is happening at all. In this way, a vast evil in the world has been perpetuated. And people do not see it coming or going because nothing in their lives can explain to them the evil they are seeing. It is the very method that the enemies of America have used to attack our culture, our lives, and our history to wipe away the grand embarrassment of the modern age the Revolutionary War, and all that followed. It was a divorce from Europe, a split in the West as the world knows it, and it was the one that got away for which they will never get over. And they plot our demise every single day, especially at events at the Chatham House. When it is wondered how the Spanish conquistadors so easily conquered the Mayan and Aztec civilizations, it all started with the first interaction of the two cultures. The Mayans there in the Yucatan, where the Spanish ships were first arriving, did not present themselves as a threat. The great ships looked like sea monsters, so the Mayans thought of the people who came out of them as great curiosities. They offered friendships to the invaders, not knowing of the evil intentions behind the conquistadors. There was war in Europe, and wars cost money. The Spanish needed a lot of gold to pay for their European intentions, and these primitive people had it. So the Spanish used those offers of friendship to get close to the kings of these new nations and then slaughtered them when their backs were turned, completely decimating them all and stealing their wealth to haul back to the home country of Spain. We looked to the Mayans and wonder why they didn't see the attacks coming, and the truth of the matter was that in their culture, they had nothing to explain to them what evil intentions were planned for them. There were no myths, no historical reference point which showed what the Spanish might conceive of doing. And they learned when it was too late. In many ways, George Soros has presented himself to American culture in the same way as an incoming Spanish ship investing in Wall Street. Everyone wants to be associated with his wealth, with the curiosities of his fortune. Soros lets them in close, then destroys those cultures ruthlessly, just when everyone unsuspected the intent. Evil can be said to be whatever is taken from someone and consumed on behalf of the thief. In that definition, life itself could be said to be evil, as life feeds off life. And that is how George Soros and other desecrators of Davos view their role in the world. That is certainly how they see things at the Chatham House. Evil is relative, and for the smart and educated in the ways of esoteric thought, what do the dummies of the world know about the meaning of life? What is all this nonsense about freedom and the right to rule themselves? That is hogwash and barbarity and must be destroyed in the world. The trouble for the rest of us is that the evil we see happening in the world presently is occurring because it falls outside our understanding of its definitions. We turn to our childhood stories, to Darth Vader from Star Wars, or Sauron from Lord of the Rings, and we are looking for a single villain, a James Bond type of character that all the evils of the world fall under. 
We need to understand things by their source as if all evil folds back to a single participant, and that evil doesn't just exist in group behavior and many minds. We tend to think of it coming from one place, and if that place is destroyed, we can all live happily ever after. And that is exactly how evil is attacking the world presently. They attacked as the Mayans and Aztecs were attacked through friendships and close meetings disguised as beneficial conduct until it was too late. This is how they attacked us with COVID, this is how they stole our election. This is how they have undermined our economy in America. This is how they have poisoned our culture with drugs. They have come at us with open arms and friendships with evil intent that we had no way to measure. We think of the devil from the Christian Bible when we think of evil. And none of these characters, the people of the Chatham House, the desecrators of Davos George Soros types, none of them presented themselves as evil. On the contrary, they told us we were evil because of slavery, materialism, climate change, and thousands of possible insults they found revolting. So, they set us on a path to prove we weren't evil just as they worked to perform evil on our culture and destroy it as a beacon of light the world had been relying on. And in that way, they were able to get their revenge on America and hide the divorce in the West that they had never gotten over. And we did not have the tools to see the evil intentions upon us because our culture did not define evil in the way it was presented. Evil came disguised as friendships, as free market concepts. It came behind the rules of commerce. So we never saw it until evil showed its intentions. Only then could we know what was happening, which is where we find ourselves to this day. We are writing our history as we speak because never before have we witnessed the kind of evil that is happening now. But just because we can't see it, or understand it, doesn't mean it's not there. It is our task to figure it out, to deal with it. And to fight it so that the world's future can live well, and without the influence of evil, as much as possible. Understanding this evil is the greatest challenge of our age, and we must meet it and conquer it for the sake of all future generations. This isn't Satan from our Bibles, it's far worse and presents itself not with horns and a pitchfork tail from the fires of hell but with handshakes, money management investments, and smiling faces that hide the real intent of the desecrators of Davos, and their plans to rule the world with evil mechanisms. Rich Hoffman Click to buy the Gunfighter's Guide to Business